Good day, everybody. This is Scott, your host of Cue the Smoke, my co-host Tom out of the UK. Good evening, Tom. Good evening. And mucho thanks for setting up this podcast with some of you should know Indy 11 fans, uh, Owen Fawn Williams. And I hope I said that correctly. And I apologize if I don't. Uh, my last name is is quite the quite the name to say the least. So I know how it is sometimes when names aren't always said correctly. And today I've got a co another co-host with me, my son. He's a U13 keeper. And obviously, with you being a prolific goalkeeper, uh, I thought it was appropriate to bring him into the conversation. So good evening, everybody. Hi guys, how are you doing? Thanks for having me on this podcast. I look forward for the conversation with about to have. This is, uh, yeah, this is really, I'm excited. Tom got me excited when he said he reached out to you and I apologize. Here I am in Indiana and I'm scrambling on the internet to dig up all of your background, Owen, where you played, where you're from, the whole history behind it. But I think that's the beauty of soccer. It's an international sport. We all understand how the game is played. Um, but to see what is so interesting and what is so different in the U.S. with youth soccer, you traveled a path that was, uh, it's been done that way for years in, in, in your country. It's been done that way in Europe for years. And now the U.S. is finally starting to catch up on the development of youth soccer into the professional level. Tell us a little bit about how that was for you, because I also know that you're a prolific artist. Yeah, yeah, I do like to uh, to have a dabble with paint and uh, and 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 try and create some some art. Um, however, you're, you're quite right in the, in in terms of the pathway for youngsters in the UK and in Europe has been there um, to become professional footballers or professional soccer players or whichever. we're football yes we get it yeah whatever you want to call <laughs> it but the pathway's been there um in the u.s it's been slightly different um and i don't know whether you watched a, a docu documentary about indy 11 um it was filmed as i was actually leaving indiana um, and I, I played a, a small part in that. And I actually remember the, one of the conversations I had in, during that interview. And as you, as you well know, in D11 train at Grand Park. And most weekends, that place is packed with kids um, from different... He plays. Yeah, my son yeah. plays ODP up there. And on the weekend, it is packed with youth soccer players. Yeah. And you know what? From now, I'm I was an outsider. I, you know, I came from uh -huh. the UK to 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 Indiana, and I was witnessing this every weekend. But what I was thinking in my head was, wouldn't it be nice? And this is how it should be. Wouldn't it be nice if we, at the time, I'm saying we because I I was an Indy Eleven player. We could have some of these guys come in through the ranks at. In the 11, playing for the first team, not only that, but then go and represent their country, US, you know, in a World Cup. Oh, that a, would be incredible. A, a, a Copa America. We all need dreams. We all need targets. And I said in that document, the documentary, why can't it be done? You know, what's holding us back? So 
I'd love to see that because I've seen it firsthand. I was lucky enough to represent in the 11. I was lucky enough to train at Grand Park and to see um, the sort of the the, the youth uh, footballers, if you know what I mean, uh-huh. that were playing in, in Grand Park, at Grand Park every weekend. Now, what I would like is to see in the 11 picking these guys up, keeping an eye on. I know there's a, a an indie fire going on. Um, but what I would like is to see homegrown players getting the opportunity to go on and represent in the 11. And then who knows then the stage is there for them to go on. And the ultimate goal, obviously, for all of us is to represent our country. And um, I would love that. I'd yeah, love I, to see. That's a great, that, that's great insight because there's, there are some USL clubs that have a very broad reach into the youth soccer programs. Indy 11 has a narrow reach is what I would call it. It's Indy Fire Development Academy. And even at that point, you try to move into the Indy 11 Academy, which can be very difficult. Um, And I've always looked at it. There is a lot of talent. And we used to have, when the Colts were here, Bill Polian was, I think, the general manager when you were here for the Colts. And he had always said, if you're good enough, we will find you. And I agree with that. But instead of having Indy Fire, like you mentioned, feeding into Indy 11, why not every club in Indiana? Why not have, because there are kids out there that aren't going to drive the three hours to come to Grand Park or the two hours, just, they, they just can't do it. Yeah. But, but the talent is out there. And I think what is so incredibly interesting in the UK and Europe is soccer is a very regional, tight-knit, community when you start to explore how soccer or football is played in Europe versus how it is in the U.S. Oh, you know, if I had my dithers and I could afford it, we'd move to the U.K. with him and say, here you go, son. The world is your oyster. We'll find a, we'll find a way. And, and it's funny because Tom and I have interviewed Amon Zayed, and he's the technical director out at NoCo no Hailstorm. He's the head coach. It's a USL one team but they are actually building that club. Oh, Wayne, exactly how you said it's going to be a USL one club, but it's going to have the reach into the youth soccer development programs to bring those kids along through the ranks. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, I, I don't know enough um, about the, the football over in the U S on a whole, if you know what I mean. So, right. um, um obviously I've witnessed a lot of things. Um, and by the way, I absolutely loved my time. Uh, I can't state that enough, by the way. Um, living in Indiana, playing for Indy 11 was, um, it was a totally new experience for me. I had played um, about 400 professional games in the UK at that point. And um a lot of the guys in the US, they dream about coming to Europe to play, and I get that. But for me, it was a dream of mine to come over to the US to experience it because soccer, football, it's a fairly new sport in some aspects, if you like. And I wanted to experience that. I wanted to experience the game being played as it does in the States, um, the different mindset that you guys had. Um I always want to learn 
and I want to better myself constantly, whether it's through football or life or whatever it is. Sounds like um, a goalkeeper. Always trying yeah, to get well, better. No, no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's really important to, to try and better yourself constantly. Um, and as I say, and I can't say it enough, I absolutely loved it there. Um, That's great yeah, to hear. The fan base here is, is pretty, pretty incredible. Um, yeah, it's special. I the was Brickyard Battalion, enough. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, you know what? Uh, all jokes aside, I was lucky enough not only to come to the US, but I was lucky enough to come to a team like Indy 11. Um, there's no fan base, um, especially in the East, which obviously we played. I had never experienced that anywhere else when I travelled with Indy 11. The best supporters were the Indy 11 supporters, the Brickyard Battalion, um, by a country mile. So, um, no. What they they listen to this podcast, so they're they're gonna love yeah. to hear that. That's, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, if they do, then yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. As a player, and I know the players um, value their support so much; it means the world. Um, we've just had COVID, yeah, and we we've had to play without fans, and um, it's been difficult. But when you've got fans like the Brickyard Battalion behind you, I tell you what, it makes a hell of a difference. Um, I'm assuming it elevates your game, especially when they're 100%. behind you when you're in goal. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. You've heard of the 12th man. Yeah. That's, right? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the 12th man right there. They're, 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 the beat of the, they're the heartbeat of the team. They'll keep everything going. One thing yeah. that I've learned was, and I don't know if you knew this from a team history perspective, the Brickyard Battalion is actually older than the Indy 11. Is it really? It was yeah. a grassroots effort put together by some of the original founders on Facebook and social media to bring a soccer team to Indiana. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So that's why yeah. I think that's why they're so tightly bound together. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That, which that bond there between, between the guys. Um, in the Brickyard Battalions, uh, yeah, you, you you sense it, you feel it, you see it, you hear it. It's uh, something within, and it's yeah, it was an absolute honour playing um, in front of those guys. Um, you know what? To this day, to this day, I don't think I've missed an Indy Eleven game since I left. I've I watched every <laughs> single game. <laughs> I was this segues into our. You know, the question was coming. Have you been watching? I know you still play professionally. Um, this season has been, it's up, down, emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, we score early and then you can basically hear everybody hold their breath collectively for the next 20, 30 minutes. And we just cannot catch a break. It's, yeah. it, it's, you know, and we've talked about, is it coaching? Is it players? And there's absolutely nothing you can point at and, and say, yeah. this is the issue. It's every week. We don't know what we're going to get. We went out last Saturday and put together a solid 94 minutes of soccer and a bobbled ball at the end. Yeah. Cost us three points. And it's just the last, like the last 10 seconds. Killed yeah. <laughs> And Tom, I mean, it, it, and it's been the story of our of this season. Yeah, we yeah. go out, we beat Birmingham, we beat Lou City in Louisville, we beat them once, 
pull out a draw. We beat Birmingham right off the bat. And then it's like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I could go on for hours about that. Yeah, but, no, I, I saw it. I saw it. Um, I saw it last week. I saw it against Louisville, the, the victory. Um, I know it's been a, a, a tough season, uh, an up and down, a real up and down one. Um, but I think um, it's tough and you can blame and you can point fingers, you, you can do whatever. But at the end of the day, being a, a, a professional footballer, you have to have... A, um, you have to be a little bit uh, accountable for what okay. you do yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying that purely because I know what it's like to represent in the 11. Um, I know what it means. Um, hence the reason why I watch every single game. Um, that's awesome. That's do, you watch it live? do you watch it live? Like me? or do you... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only what? one that stays away? I don't know. Yeah, no. Well, to be honest with you, say, say if, I, if I've had a, a late kickoff in our game, I'm not the best sleepers after games. And um, yeah, if I can't sleep, then I'll, I'll stick it, you know, I'll put it on. I, I tend to watch maybe the first half and then I'll catch the highlights then um, first thing in the morning. I, so uh, do you think the highlight. people watching the stats for the game are going, who are these two guys in the UK watching <laughs> India 11 in the middle yeah, of yeah, the yeah. night? Me. But I think we've identified them. So. Yeah, yeah. That is that is so interesting because, um, and and it kind of leads to speaking with my son sometimes as a goalkeeper. It's like it's the most thankless job in soccer. It it really is. I mean, let's face it: when the team loses, they look at the goalkeeper, and when the team wins, and when the team wins, they don't come back to you and high five you. It's the strikers that are putting the ball in the back of the net, (laughs) and you got to have a thick skin. But you have to have a very short memory. But accountability, uh, I, I will say locally, the accountability is there. They, those guys feel it. Um, yeah. And I know it bothers them. I know, I know that they know the kind of talent that this team has right now and what they're capable of doing. Uh, and I'm sure it bothers them. But it's been a oh, no, season. Yeah, no and we've got no four doubt. games left and we're not out of it. That's what's no, so no crazy. Doubt. We are not yeah. out of it. You know, in the eleven, they've added a couple of uh, decent players to the to the roster, if you like, in uh, the last three weeks or whatever it has been, um, to add a little bit more uh, depth to the to the squad. Um, you know, whether we see all of them before the season is done, uh, I'd like to think so. Um, however, there's there's absolute plenty in that roster to to get four decent results, you know, oh, yeah. in, the, in the last, in the closing stage of the season. And then who knows? Um, that's all Indy 11 can do right now is give it everything they've got for them for the next four games and apply themselves right. And and if they do that, then they'll have no re- regrets in, in terms of the four last games. So fingers crossed, um, the boys do as proud um, and, and finish off on a, on a high. Yeah. So, You've continued on playing professionally. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I've I've played. I'm still playing. Um, I'm enjoying playing football. Um, yeah. So um, that's awesome. We haven't got a. Funny enough, we haven't got a game. It's a international week here in the in Europe 
or across the world yeah. this weekend. So I, I'm not. We haven't got a game. I'm not playing. So I was invited to come and coach the under 18s for Wales. So nice. that's what I'm doing at the minute. I'm, I'm coming here to to keep an eye on things and and learn um, and experience uh, uh, this side of the game as well. That is that is absolutely incredible. Did you hear that? Yeah. Tom, so is that, what you, is ahead, that what you want to do? Yeah, go yeah. Tom. No, is that what you want to do after you've finished playing, going to coaching? You, do you know what? Um, I feel I've got plenty left in me to play, play uh, a lot more. You know, a lot more years. That's what I would like. However, um, I do enjoy coaching. Uh, I, I hope the passion in the game comes over uh, in terms of that's why I want to stay in the game because I love, I love this, you know, I love football. Um, it, it's all I know in some aspects. Okay. Yes. I enjoy art and painting in my spare time, but football, that is my drug. If you like, that's what gets me up in the morning. That's what I've done for since I'm 16. Um, all I've done is get up at a, at a certain time, wear a certain thing, eat a certain meal at a certain time, train at, at a certain time, play games. This is it's just a, a continuous sort of circle, if you if you like, where um, that I've been doing for about what 15, 14, 15 years, or whatever it's been, maybe more. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, it's, it's your life. A lot more. Foot, it's my foot, life. It, it football really is, is life. So, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's that's never a, been a job. This has never been a job. Oh, that is so good to hear because they've always said if you love it, it's never a job, no matter what you do. If it's something you no. love, yeah. What advice yeah. do you have for a U13 keeper at this point? What, what that wants to, you know, ultimately he wants to play professional soccer. Dang, that's all he, this kid does is live, eat, breathe the game of soccer. Yeah, well, there's so many different advices, you know, out there. But one, when I was your age, I was, um, I was, I was going to Manchester United. You, you've probably heard of that football club, have you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, at that point, Man U, as we call it, back back in the UK, they were probably the biggest team in the world. Um, they were winning all the Champions League, all the, you know, all the, you know the Premier League, all the trophies that you could wish for, they were winning. And then the manager at the time was Alex Ferguson. You may have heard of him, probably one of the greatest football managers of all time. And his motto, if you like, was when I got there, and I'm from a tiny little village in North Wales, and his motto was, once, I remember standing by a football pitch, right? And, Picture the lines on this football pitch, right? And we were on the side of the pitch. And the coach would say to me, once you cross over that line, it's business. It's football. Once you cross up, back over the line, then it's a different story. We are uh, who we are as people then. But what he means with that is you put your all into that. You, put, you leave everything on the pitch every single time. You work your absolute hardest to try and better yourself because there's always someone breathing down your neck ready to, to overtake you. 
Um, that was when I was 30 going to Manchester United and it's and it's stuck with me ever since. Um, another thing my granddad used to say was be nice to people on the way up because you'll meet them on the way down. And that's very important wow. because I look at that and I still look at that right now. And some of the great times I've had in football have been through other people, if you like. And that's been purely because I've supported them, I feel. And I've been successful through their success, if that's another angle of looking at what you can do within football. Um, so, yeah, but the biggest one is work your socks off every day. Every time you're on that field, work your socks off. Another thing, respect what the coach has to say. Take it on board. You don't have to agree with it, but take it on board. And, um, and yeah, and, and most of all, and this is the most important thing, enjoy it. Absolutely. No, no, I'm ready to go and play now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go lace up some boots and hit it too. Uh, so I, I have to, and we, were, we got about seven minutes left, but I have to ask the question. You did cheers to Indy, Owen, and that was pretty cool. You did allude to some big news in 2022. Are we too early to ask or can you give us a hint or do we need to stay tuned? It, it was already done two months ago. What was that? Was that? Oh, okay. That was the news. So you'll see, but it's been done two months ago. Okay. So when you, by the time you'll know what we're on about, <laughs> you'll have to rewind to this point. But it's already been done. So it's, it's already, already been done, done, but we don't know yet. I can't give it's, you no more. No, that's that, fine. No, no, it's not, it's not public. I get it. No, and that's fine. No, no, that's fine. Okay, so awesome. Uh, then we look forward yeah. to it. I mean, I would well, say we're going to... No. Do you know what? Um, it's something I've, I've looked forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to... to um, for you guys to, to see it. Um, it's been an honor, and I mean, okay, that. that's all I need it, to say. Yeah, no, so we'll leave it, it there. Yep, so, that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe we can Stay have a tuned. chat then. Yes, we'll we have, have a chat. Yeah, we will definitely, definitely come get back you back and revisit. Yeah, absolutely, we'll revisit it. Um, Tom, is there anything I know I talk, I do most of the talking, and I apologize, but Tom set this <laughs> up. Tom, is there anything, anything that you want to say? In, no, in- I just I was desperate to, to try and get him on. Obviously, the, the his first season with the Indy Eleven was the, my first season following the team. So, like racking rat, my brain thinking who, who former players or whatever we could try and get on, and Owen was definitely top of the list. So, um, <laughs> to try and get him on. So yeah, um, obviously one of my questions was, um, would he have like could he have stayed? At the end of his time, I know he was only on loan at that, that initial yeah, yeah. season. Um, um, I would have loved to have stayed. Um, like I've told you, India 11, yeah. Indiana, Indianapolis. Um, me and my uh, partner, we, we spoke pretty much every day <laughs> on the <laughs> dinner table um, uh, about our time in in Indiana. Um, we loved it. We absolutely loved it. Um, the reason why we came back, we were expecting our first uh, little girl. 
Um, so, so we felt at the time it was my loan was was up. Um, Claire, my, my partner, she was expecting Sally, my little girl, and um, and you know that that that's what kind of happened. Now, since then, I've been playing in Scotland, back in Scotland, playing, yeah. um, and that's obviously where I'm where I'm still am. But um, you know what? I absolutely loved it there. Well, uh, I'll make you the same offer I've made Tom. I live five minutes from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so what you saying? You're coming over? We've got room. If you guys come over, we've got we will make we will make it work somehow, somewhere. <laughs> Tommy's already got he's already got the invite to be picked up at the airport from Brad Howder, one of our yeah, local college it. coaches. So I'll extend extend the same offer. If you show up at the airport, no, no, thank you. you hit me on Twitter. I'll be there in five minutes and you can stay with us. <laughs> No, I, I actually thought you were going to jump on a plane and come and see me. You know, hey, but, uh, hey, no. you know, you know that I'd love to come over there. I absolutely would. And if I went over there, I would want to do nothing. You know, my wife and the family, let's go look here. Let's. I just want to go to soccer pitches. I just want yeah, to go yeah, look, yeah. go to Man U, go to Man City, go to all the Mecca pitches, stadiums, and just go. Newcastle. Take a picture, Newcastle. Yes, Newcastle. Of course, Tom. I know that's that's an automatic invite anyway. So, yeah. But you know what? You're talking about all these lovely, massive stadiums and, you know, these good, huge worldwide clubs that everyone knows. But you know what? You'll find the true identity of football in a dirty, scrubby park. Where I believe it. Kids just running around with not a lot of grass left, especially around the goal mouth, because so much football has been played on it but you know that's the beauty of football um that it starts at grassroots and we've all been there yeah it starts even when you put two jumpers down on the on the floor like goalposts you know and uh, a couple of kids just go and going at it you know tackle each other and you know that's what football's about that's that's what the beauty of football and obviously with that then the joy then is obviously going to the big stadiums to watch your man, you man, City's Newcastle, whatever, you know. But um, no, if you ever do come over, let me know. And, uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. That would be, that would be great. I don't know about you, but I sounded really good in these headphones. 